Hey guys, welcome to the show that gives you the tools you need to break through into all you were created to be, to live your life full of hope and purpose. I'm Pam Ramey, and Jesus Girls, let's find our role. Hey, 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 welcome Jesus Girls. I'm Pam Ramey, and how you doing today? Well, if you need a little bit of encouragement, you have come to the right place because God wants you to be encouraged. He wants for you to thrive in your spirit, in your mind, and in your body. And today we're going to be talking about something that is so vitally important to all of us, and that is how we pray. Is there a wrong way to pray? How do we know if we're getting God's attention? These are some of the things we're going to kind of unpack a little bit further. So if you have any questions like this about prayer, our hope is that you get some clarity and that you'll want to pray more because prayer works and understanding how we interact with our creator and the king of the universe is Well, it just couldn't be more important than it is. And if you have a prayer request, drop it in the comments because we promise to be praying for you. And if you have a private request, you can send it to us at prayer at jesusgoroar.com because we want for you to know that you're being prayed over. At the end of today's show, we're going to make a powerful declaration over our prayer lives. And I'm going to share with you a great way to increase circulation in your legs, your feet, and your ankles, and just kind of share some of those benefits with you. Today, I am honored, truly, to welcome back to the show one of my favorite Jesus girls who has taught much on the topic of prayer. She is the author of Transforming Grace, which you can find on Amazon. She's also a Bible scholar and a me- and she mentors so many young women. This girl has such a heart for the broken. Diane Partain, welcome back to the Jesus Girl Studio. Well, it's good to be back, Pam. I always enjoy this. I'm so glad I you're do. here. It's, I am it, too. And we have a lot of fun together, yes, don't we? we? Do. And you changed your hair color. Yes, I did. It's really super cute. Thank you. You went a little. You went a little bit darker. Is it because I went a little bit darker? I'm just kidding. Yeah, actually, I've just never gone dark. I thought, let me see what that looks like. Oh, so I, like I just it. went darker. It's a good. It's a good. I'm look experimenting. On you. Well, uh, you know what? If a girl can't experiment with her hair color, that's forget right, it, girl. That's right. So what I'm, has life come to? Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> I agree. Well, you know, Diane, I've actually heard you talk on prayer, teach on prayer before, and perhaps you could. You're just such a perfect person to be talking to our Jesus girls on prayer today. And let me just ask you this. Is there a wrong way to pray? Oh, gosh, yes. There's a, there, the, the main mistake that everybody makes when they pray is they pray their problem. Inter- can you give us an example of that? Like, you know, God, I just, I'm, I don't feel good and I need help. And, you know, God, I can't pay my bills and mm-hmm. I need help. I mean, the, it's like, I so don't pray my problem. It's hard for me to even think like <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to think like that. But, you know, if you're dealing with a situation, whether it's financially, physically, in a marriage, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to go to God and just talk about our problem. We don't talk about the mountain. We tell the mountain what to do. We tell know, the mountain to scripture. what to do. You know, in Scripture, it tells us that we can say to the mountain that whoever says to this mountain, 
be taken away and cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, Mm. but shall believe that what he says takes place, it will be done for him. So Jesus gave us a clear example in Matthew, uh, I'm sorry, that was Mark 11, that we don't, we don't talk to the mountain. Jesus didn't say go up and talk mm-hmm, to the mountain and mm-hmm. start telling it all about your problems. He said, tell it to be cast into the sea. So whatever you're dealing with, whether it's uh, problem children, you know, you don't go around just complaining to God, my kids never listen, mm-hmm, they always misbehave. Mm-hmm. Like that, That's not prayer, that's complaining. That's complaining. And what I'm also hearing you say, Diane, is that's coming into agreement with our circumstances. Absolutely. Is that true? Absolutely. Is that, because then when you do that, all you're doing is reinforcing the problem. The mm-hmm. Lord says that there's life and death and the power of the tongue. In I love our words, that verse. You know, yeah. and so, in Proverbs. And so when we're speaking the problem, we're actually, I call it like building a foundation for mm-hmm. our circumstances. We're actually enforcing. It's like putting... Uh, building a wall and you're just placing one brick upon another but the Hmm. it's building a problem you know it's not a solution it's just reinforcing a problem and your circumstances that are not the way that you want them to be you're just reinforcing those circumstances with your words instead of Mm -hmm. knocking down that wall praying god's word about it praying god's word and another thing that comes to my mind is that when we spend our time in which we think is prayer telling God about all of our problems? <laughs> it's you know he it's God he's God he already knows our he problems knows right yes <laughs> he already, I don't need to be telling him about my problems because he already knows what yes. they are yes. so if we're not going to be in prayer talking about our problems Diane what are how how do we pray then okay there's you know there's several different types of prayers so we're not gonna we're, we're gonna just probably touch. A couple, but there's like okay. the prayer of authority where we take authority over our situation. We take authority over what the enemy is doing to sabotage our life. Um, we can't take authority over people mm-hmm. because they have a will. We don't ever want to try to like, you know, take authority saying, well, I just command my husband to straighten up. We can't, we, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> girl, we can, we can, hear that we can one? do a prayer of petition <laughs> for that to God and go, God, you know, I'm, our marriage is failing, struggling right now and find the scriptures pertaining to marriage or pertaining to just harmony and peace and oneness, mm-hmm. you know, with each other and use those scriptures and pray those concerning the situation. I'm going to stop you right there because I remember when I was learning, God was teaching me about how to pray. And you're talking about finding the scriptures that line up with our promise. Right. So can you speak into that, Diane? Like, how does that translate to prayer? Well, actually, that that is prayer. God has already given us everything we need for life and godliness according to his word and so when we're facing a situation whether it's financial whether it's uh addiction whatever the situation may be we just find his word and then we just get into agreement with it when we're when we're praying we're just like god i thank you that I don't have to deal with this sickness because mm. by the stripes on Jesus's back, your word says that he took my sicknesses and disease and mm-hmm. infirmities, which means mental torment. So I don't have to deal with this. And I thank you so much that I have healing because of Jesus and because of what he did at the whipping post and the cross. Mm-hmm. You know, he also says that he's never, David said in Psalms thirty-seven twenty-five that he's 
that he is he was young and now he's old yet he has never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread i love that so if you're lacking Mm -hmm. you know like in resources you know like you just feel like you don't even have food to put on the table you need Mm -hmm. to say god your word says mm-hmm. that your your children have you have never forsaken them and they have, you've never seen them begging for bread. So I decl- you know I am standing on your word and believing that this need will be met. And mm-hmm. and he says that he'll meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to do is our the prayer of agreement is basically you get the word of God you find in his word. So, you know, his word pertaining to whatever the situation you're dealing with Mm -hmm. and start praying it, just start declaring it, just say, God, I thank you for this. And then, you you know, whatever his word says, I thank you that everything my hands touch prospers. His Mm -hmm. word says that everything Mm -hmm. your hand touch prospers. So just thank him for that. And you, and you have to do it in faith. You have to believe that his word is true, number mm-hmm. one, and you have to be- believe that his word will not return void. And you also need to believe at the time that you're saying it, that you have it. That be- you have it, yes. Because his word is very clear on that, that he says you can have whatever you say if you believe in your heart that you have it. Mm-hmm. So it's extremely important that when we declare his word, when we uh, send his word forth and just get into agreement with him and we're talking to him about things and we're giving him the word that we believe that that word has already been done mm-hmm. that it that it's already answered because God says he's already said yes and amen to all, you know, he has said yes to all of his promises and we say amen. So he's already said yes to everything in his word. So we know that it's already answered. We know it's already done, but we have to have faith when we declare his word that it's already taken place. We have to see it is already mm-hmm. happening, no matter what it looks like in the natural. No matter what the no natural what looks it like. Looks like in the natural. Yeah. And we will, if that is the, the position of our heart mm-hmm. and that is the position of our faith, we are going to see it happen. You know, Diana, I, I, it reminds me, I have a story that reminds me of what you're saying right now. When I was 15 years old, I, I, I lived, I grew up on the back of a horse and I was riding my black Arabian and, and a, German, a German shepherd was nipping at her heels. She reared up. I was actually a good rider, but I panicked pulled back on the reins. Hello, where is that horse going to go? All 1,100 pounds of pure solid muscle. Yeah, on top of me. So I had a condition for years in my low back called spondylolisthesis, and it's a float, a disc that's floating. I just, I came into agreement with that diagnosis, Diane. Like I just always knew I had it. I lived at the chiropractor. I had law, I had injections in my spine. I went through the gamut. I got addicted to pain pills. I did it all. Um, somebody at my company I was working for slapped me on the cover of a magazine so I could tell my story about my back. And I'm reading this story and it says right there, I have a condition called Spondylolisthesis, and I am telling you in that moment, (laughs) and this is, let's go a few decades here, at least three, and of this condition of really having to baby it, sleeping on the floor so many nights because of the instability of that disc, and the Holy Spirit highlight, now I've prayed a gazillion times about my back, that the pain would go away, but in this moment, God highlighted that to me, that 
I have a condition. And I went, oh my goodness, I have been owning this for decades. I stopped owning it. And I I'm going to tell you right now, I started getting into agreement with God's word. Amen. I declared by the stripes of Jesus, my back is is healed, was healed. I started talking to my spine. I started talking to that floating disc. And let me tell you something. My back is healed. Amen. Amen. And that was two years ago. Right. My back is healed just because I got out of agreement with, with the, the lie problem. and I got into agreement with God's promise. You got out of agreement with the mountain you were facing. That's and right. And quit talking about it and started getting I quit talking about to his word. It was so, it was amazing. Yeah. And see, and I, you know, and that, I think people think, well, they just feel like they're lot. See, if you if you're praying something in God's word and you're declaring His word over your situation, a lot of people sometimes think when it says "by His stripes I'm healed" and mm-hmm. you actually have symptoms. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling like, "Oh gosh, I'm lying," well, then that means you're not in faith and you're mm-hmm. not really believing that His work has already been accomplished in your life. And mm-hmm. I think that glitches a lot of people up. They're they're praying, but they're like, "But yeah, I still feel sick." Well, then. No, no offense to anybody or no condemnation, but that just means you're not believing his word. Because when you truly pray something and you mm-hmm. declare his word over it mm-hmm. and you believe that word, you have mm-hmm. the faith of God concerning that word, then you're just going to expect it to happen. You, I mean, you don't yeah. entertain any other thoughts. You're not going to be, you're not going to be distracted by the symptoms because mm-hmm. the symptoms may still you know, resist a little oh, bit. Oh, my symptoms did not go away right, right away. Right. But my mindset changed. But see, and you did not yeah. move off of that because mm-hmm. of your symptoms. Right. And so often everybody is praying the problem. They're moved by all their symptoms, which just tells me that, first of all, praying the problem is a, is a terrible mistake. Mm-hmm. But also being moved by your symptoms tells me that you've not fully been persuaded that God has already done it, but you really don't have a hot, that there's still unbelief at work in your heart. And you can have faith and unbelief at the same time. You know what? I, the rich young ruler, yeah. you know, help, help my unbelief. I believe, but help me with my unbelief. Yeah, yes. I believe, but help me with my unbelief. And that's a good prayer for us to, to go before the father with, isn't it? Right. Help my unbelief, wherever unbelief may be hiding in my mind and my heart, reveal it to me because I don't want it there. And see, and I think for that ruler, I think he believed that Jesus could do it, but he was just struggling personally with some mm-hmm. unbelief, maybe for his own situation. Mm-hmm. And so often we do, we, we believe that God can do it. But when it comes to us personally, we deal with unbelief concerning, is he going to do it for us? You know, is he going to do it for yeah, me? Will he do it for me? And yeah. the reason why, because we get all focused on maybe our failures, or our mm-hmm. shortcomings, which God does not focus on, because as far as he's concerned, we are perfect in Jesus Christ. We don't yeah. have failures. We don't have shortcomings. So for God, it works well. Mm-hmm. Um, like for God, he just like, he does. So, but we get focused on our stuff. And sometimes have a hard time believing God for things, and we get into unbelief because we just know who we we know us. We know mm-hmm. you know our thought processes. We know who we are, and we and just, the enemy comes at us with shame absolutely. and says, "Do you really think you deserve that?" Absolutely. And kind of what you're saying right now. How would the prayer of agreement, Diane, differ from a prayer of authority? Okay, well, a prayer of authority, you're taking authority over a situation. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you feel like 
uh, the enemy is attacking your thoughts with thoughts of suicide, thoughts of depression. You, you can take authority over that. How might we do that? Give us an um, example. Well, for me, like I suffered from mental illness for years and years and years. And part of that mental illness was like a, a spirit. I was tormented by a spirit of suicide and depression. And the Lord spoke to me and he goes, you know, when that thought comes to you, you have to take that thought mm-hmm. captive, cast it down and declare my word over you. And what I would do every every day was just that thought would come to me constantly mm-hmm. every morning and I would I would just say, okay, I'm not going to get into agreement with it. I thank you, Father. This is the day that you have made and I'm going to be glad and rejoice in it. <laughs> and I would not give it a chance to, I would not take get root. to take root or to yeah. get in agreement with it. And after doing that for about two months, I never was tormented with the spirit of suicide or uh, spirit of depression again. But there's times when we're praying for others that mm-hmm. are like demonically influenced that uh, if they will to be free, now mm-hmm. they have to will to be free, Mm -hmm. If they don't, we're not going to see results. But if Mm -hmm. they will to be free, we take authority over that tormenting spirit Mm -hmm. and we bind it up in the name of Jesus and we just loose the angelic host to go to work in their life. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done that with uh, with my own self as well. Like if I'm feeling really fearful, right? Is, fear is a big is one. Yeah, fear is such is a big, big one. one. Fear and shame. Well, those spirits. Fear and just, shame yeah. I, is, and I and I have to. I, I love what you're saying, Diane. Is that we have to say this out loud? We've got to right. speak. You it. have to still. Speak we've got it to out wiggle loud. our lips and we've got to speak. And <laughs> and so when I feel myself getting into fear, I stand on that verse. And is it First uh, Timothy? Second Timothy, Which, uh, oh, for God has not given me a, a spirit, spirit of, of fear, fear, but of power, love, and but of power of love. So I declare, I just declare this: God has not given me a spirit of fear. So fear. You have to bow your knee right. to the name of Jesus, and that's how I speak to fear over my life. I don't want it to get. I don't want to start coming into agreement with that fear, whatever that fear is over. Now, I agree totally, and and that can go with any situation. If you feel like the enemy is just like. Uh, just invading in your space, your territory, mm-hmm. or the people you love. You can, if they're willing, you could take authority over that. Mm-hmm. That's like that's the prayer of authority when you're actually exercising the authority that we've been given to use the name of Jesus Christ and the authority that we have mm-hmm. in Jesus. When we use that authority, we've been given to rule over the enemy. Mm-hmm. That's that's more or less a prayer of authority. What I what I totally love, and then there's a prayer of petition where, like a, an example of a prayer. The prayer of petition is like, for instance, you have a need or request, Mm -hmm. you know, and like there was a situation in my husband and my life where we lived in one house, but then my mother, my father passed away and my mother was going to come live with us Mm -hmm. and we needed a bigger house to accommodate that. We also knew that we needed her to have her own space, and we have our space for right. it to be a workable situation. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, otherwise I would not have been so good. So we we actually wrote up a petition for God, finding his word pertaining to it, and and we prayed into it, and we felt like, you know, we needed certain things like mm-hmm. a backyard to accommodate the dog, you know, and a certain amount of bedrooms, and for her space to be filled with windows and light because that was, like, desperately important to her. Mm-hmm. So we just stood Sweet. on that, and then God led us to exactly that house. <laughs> and and so there's times, like, if you're struggling in your marriage, you know, just find God's promises concerning peaceful marriages, concerning yes. your husband. You know, a lot of times it's like, asking God to make you the wife that you need to be, because mm-hmm. if you're really listening to him, then by you 
listening to the father, you could be the wife. He'll tell you strategically mm-hmm. how to get your husband to change. I have mm-hmm. an example of that. Like when I was praying all the time because my husband was having, at one time, he, you know, he's alcoholic and actively drinking. I was all the time going, God, you know, change him, change him. Such a wrong prayer. The minute I I started saying, God, I know you love him more than I do, and mm-hmm. so I'm going to give him to you. God started acting on that prayer, and he told me at times, he would, the Holy Spirit would say in that, just don't say anything to him. Just mm-hmm. just let me deal with it. You've given him to me. I love him more than you do. So, And then by Boy, doing that, there was a change yeah. that happened. So I really quit praying about him and the problem I started mm-hmm. like asking God to make me the wife I needed to be to hear from him concerning how to handle the situation and he spoke to me and my flesh didn't like some of the stuff he said to me but I was obedient to it yeah and then a change took place you so- know isn't it interesting the process women have to go through who are wives to really realize we are not our husband's Holy Spirit. That's right. And, and, and the same for our husbands. Like they're not our Holy they're, Spirit. They're not either. our Holy Spirit. I know, but with, I think sometimes women tend to want to be the more of the Holy Spirit. Women tend to, to lean yeah, in that direction, like that. but we do, we do. But uh, what a great example that you, you released him to God. You kept praying for him. But I also love Diane that you said you thanked God. God for his delivery. You already thanked him that yes. it was done. You believed. I believed. You knew that, that God loved him more than you absolutely. loved him. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I believe because of that. And God says that the, the work that he has begun in us, that he'll continue into the day of Jesus Christ, I stood on that word. I think that's Philippians 1 and 6. Mm. It says, I'm confident about that one thing, that the that the good work that God has begun, that he's started. That he's started. That he, he will, will continue complete it. He yes. will, until the day of Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. There were scriptures like that that I would take and stand on and just trust that it mm-hmm. was done. And did I see results immediately? No, but they happened not too long after that when That's I finally wonderful. surrendered that. Mm. And and you hit you you said something to me that this the most important kind of prayer we could pray is the prayer of thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Because literally, if we pray something and we're praying the prayer of agreement, then from that point on, if we pray that prayer in faith mm-hmm. with no unbelief, from that point on, we should continually be praying a prayer of thanksgiving. Thank we should you wake up done. every day and say, thank, thank, you, thank you so much yes. that you have met every need that I have. Thank you mm-hmm. so much that my bills are paid. Thank you so much that my marriage is restored. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much that I walk in divine health. And Amen. after, really, after we just pray those, it's, it's amazing. I think I'm a, any kind of prayer you pray, it's like once you pray that, whether it's agreement or authority, it, that prayer of thanksgiving should be probably 90% of our prayers. You know, uh, I started praying about 15 years ago, Psalm 103, yeah. every day. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, love and it. I've added on to yeah. it over the years, but... Every morning I get up, and this is something you could do, Jesus girls. I just say, thank you, God, that today you are renewing my youth like the eagles. Amen. Isn't that great? And we're soaring for and we are mature soaring. women. We are we soaring. Are soaring. <laughs> yes, we are. We are soaring. So God is restoring our youth like the eagles. Then we go further, right? I thank you, God. I'm not even, pr- I'm not praying, but I am praying. Yes. I thank you, God, that all my internal organs yes. are, are functioning at top capacity. I thank you there are no abnormal cells in my Amen. body. I thank you that my spine is completely aligned. I thank you that my knees are have the right amount of cartilage Amen. and my skeletal system is lined up with the he- with heavenly reality. Yes. Every single thing. Yes. That, I thank you that my hearing is sharp. I thank you that my vision Amen. is sharp. 
we this is how we speak over ourselves that's jesus absolutely. girls and, and these prayer that it's is prayer. prayer it's the prayer of thanksgiving You're that's just the prayer of god thanksgiving yes everything that he's already done in your life i say thank you god that you're making my uh hair thicker and my skin firmer those are two that are on my list i just want to throw that well, out there. the firm skin's on mine <laughs> And, you know, and sometimes we don't see these things immediately, but if, if you're in faith, you will see them manifest. Yes, they you will. Manifest. They, they will. have to because will God's manifest. word, he says in Isaiah 55, 11, his word does not return to him void, but it yep. does produce it, that what he has sent it forth to do. So it, it, it goes forth and it does what he's purposed it to do. And I think, it, it, yeah, I'm so sorry. God cannot you. lie. So I, you, you know, can't lie. you know, when you were saying that I, I love, I think it's Jeremiah one twelve where he says, not only does his word not return void, he, he watches over, right? It. He watches, over he to watches it. over yes. his word to perform it. Like I, I, I love that scripture yes. so much where like, okay, his word is going forth, you know, out and of my mouth and he's it. watching over that word to make sure that it accomplishes Amen. Amen. what he sent it out, what it was sent out to accomplish. That is powerful. He has an angelic host, a <laughs> massive angelic host to make sure that every word of his is brought to fruition. Mm-hmm. Every word in those lives of those that who trust him and believe him. And all he's asking, he said, you know, without faith, we can't please him. Cause all he's asking is just believe me. I'm a just good believe father. Me. I'm mm-hmm. a good father. There's and somebody may be thinking, well, I prayed for something and I didn't get it. Well, when God's word is in your heart, your desires will line up with his and mm-hmm. you will always be praying right prayers. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I think of an example, like if a, if a child asked a parent, like, I want a motorcycle and they're only six years old. Well, uh, they're not going to get that motorcycle because mm-hmm. it, it would be crazy if they gave them. Right. A They'd be like, they would hate their kid if they gave a motorcycle <laughs> at six. But, you know, you would maybe give them a bicycle. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, you know, we may if if we are praying amiss you know, for the personal things that we mm-hmm. may not be able to find like a, a hardcore word to stand mm-hmm. on. And we're just mm-hmm. praying a prayer. If if we're not seeing that answer come and we have total faith, it could be that it, because it would do us harm and not good. So yeah. God, our, we have a good father that won't answer that prayer. Like because he, he loves because us so he much. Loves us. Yes. Yeah. That's a good word. So I just felt like there's probably somebody listening to this thing that feels disappointed over not getting some answers to their prayers. And I'll just have to say, but maybe it was that prayer was a miss. Maybe that wasn't in agreement with his will for your life because it could end up causing problems in your life and it, not be a perhaps benefit. it was a way of being protected. And actually mm-hmm. protection. Mm-hmm. He was being protecting pro- you mm-hmm. by not giving you that. So when we when we know that our father is a good father and we trust him totally and completely, mm-hmm. then we we just delight, and we just take delight. I mean, yeah. like, even if I just I just delight all the time knowing that you know he's going to answer things. I'm going to see manifestation on things. And we believe for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We believe for it. Yeah. Jesus, girls, we want for you to believe for what you are declaring. It's one of the reasons we always have a declaration on yeah. this show is because this is a prayer. This is something that you are declaring over your life that you want. And we, we declare that this is, that this comes into manifestation in this manifests in our lives. And I think we're probably at a really good uh, time to segue right into our declaration for today, Diane. And if you could read our declaration first, Jesus girls, we're going to repeat after Diane. And as we always say, just remember your words 
are containers of power. Like Diane said, yeah, they produce life and death is in the power of our tongue. You said that earlier. In our words, we've got, you know, we, we are made in our Father's image, and if, if Father God, the creator of the universe, had to speak the world into existence, that just shows you the power of words. And we have to open our mouths, and we have to speak. Mm-hmm. If we sit around and think about it, that's as far as it's going to go. It'll just stay in our brain, and we'll never see anything happen. That's a good word. <laughs> that's a good word, Diane. So we're going to speak this out, and Diane, you are going to lead us off. Okay. I declare I come into agreement with the word of God when I pray. I declare I come into agreement with the word of God when I pray. And I give God thanks in faith. And I give God thanks in faith. For what he has already done. For what he has already done. I do not come into agreement with my problems. I do not come into agreement with my problems. Amen. Amen. That's a powerful, that's a powerful declaration. That is good because anytime you pray to God, you just thank him and just thank him and, and for that prayer. Just thank him for that request. Thank him for that request. Oh, I love that so much. You know, this, we could have a hundred shows on prayer. I, I love prayer. It, it's, it, it is. I, do. It's, I, love, I it. love it too. I love it too. Um, you know, we get to commune with our, our Heavenly Father. It's, it's, Father. It's so days. amazing. Yep. It's so amazing. Diane, I want to ask you, what does it mean to you to be a Jesus girl? Well, I, I don't know how to be anything else. I, you know, before Jesus, I was... I was a miserable, lost, defeated, felt like my life had no purpose, that there was no reason for me to even be here on this earth. And since becoming a Jesus girl, I feel full. I feel like I have purpose. I have destiny. I'm filled with the love of God. I love people. I mean, I, I can't imagine... I. That old person is dead, and it's like I can't even hardly believe there used to be another person, but I can't imagine life without Jesus. There's no hope. There's no... Uh, there's nothing. He's everything. He is absolutely everything. He is absolutely everything. everything. Oh, that was the reason why I get up every morning. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. The reason why I even desire to be here and Mm -hmm. get up Mm -hmm. is because of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That was, that was awesome. Well, before we head out today and Diane's been really excited about this part of the show because we are going to talk about uh, how just some health benefits of just elevating, increasing the circulation in your legs, your feet, and your ankles. And why do you even think that's important, Diane? Do you do you think that might be important? So we can run the race, girl. Run that race. <laughs> we got to run that race. That's right. Well, you know what? We sit a lot and stand a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes we can get swollen in our legs and oh, our ankles and our feet. Wow. And one of the things that we really do need to do is increase our circulation. Absolutely. And so one of the best ways, you know, I think about when we're in uh, an inverted, some kind of an inverted position, I, I think of it sort of like irrigation, you know, where, where our body's getting <laughs> irrigated and everything's starting to that's move around. And then, <laughs> you know, that's the way my brain works. But what are some of the health benefits of elevating your legs and moving your ankles and your feet? Um, 
Well, it increases our circulation, which we've talked about. It takes pressure off of our veins. Isn't that cool? Oh, that's, I did, yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. That's awesome. Yeah. And another thing, actually, that takes pressure off of your veins, girls, if this is something that you do struggle with, is just wear compression socks during the day. That's oh. also very, very good for to, to increase your circulation and also to take the pressure off of your veins. It also reduces inflammation and swelling. Okay. As we were talking about from, you know, just from sitting and standing so much during the day. So how do we actually increase or, or elevate our legs? First of all, in order for it to count... We wanted to count, right, Diane? Absolutely. It's got to count. You got it. That's right. You need to elevate your feet at least six inches above your heart. Okay. okay. So, and you know what? If you can just lay on the couch, get yourself comfortable, put your feet, your legs and your feet up on a pillow, six inches above your heart. So how long should we do that for? I don't know. It sounds good to me. I may lay around like for a while. Five hours. Is that enough time? Well, that's a little too but you know, it sounds good some days. So 15 minutes doesn't sound so bad, does no, it? No, 15 minutes You're like, great. let's do it. So if you could get three 15-minute intervals in a day, that would greatly increase your circulation. And... Um, but let's say you could just do it once. Once is better than not at all. That's for sure. But we, you know, you know, health experts do recommend three times a day. If you can do that, if you want to go a little bit further on that elevation, you could take a long towel, you could put it on your arch and you could, with one knee bent, you could extend the other leg up to about a 90 degree angle and that you're going to get a little bit more Uh, blood flow circulation into that leg when your legs are elevated whether they're on a cushion pillow a cushy pillow or you're holding on to a towel rotate your ankles rotate your ankles and let those little bones in your feet move and just get as much movement in your ankles and your feet as you possibly can because we love to trap our feet in very supportive shoes and that can mess with our feet too so even moving our feet uh is so good to increase circulation and mobility and also some nice cushion more cushion for our joints so there is a great thing you can do today jesus girls you can increase your circulation it's easy to do jesus boys if you're listening uh you can be doing the same thing oh one other thing i want to say about elevating your feet don't put your feet on a desk you want to be on a cushy surface so that you're not inhibit you're not crushing or inhibiting or putting pressure on your veins yeah so you want a cushy cushy pillow so i'll tell you it's been quite a day hasn't it it's been good it's been so good having you back yeah (laughs) i do too i i think we need to i think we need to bring you back diane and do another show on prayer because there's so many different aspects of prayer huh there are there are a few, yes. There are there a few. Are a few. So there's mm-hmm. a there's a lot we can talk there's about definitely. with this. And you know, I love that every time we get together, we are finding new ways. You know, we're we we are learning new ways rather to find our roar, that roar on yes. the inside of us That's that right. that we are overcomers. Amen. Yeah. We, we have authority. Overcome. We do we're, have authority. Mm-hmm. And and we are more than overcomers in every single area of our lives. And so today it has been 
uh, our roar is really learning to roar from our mouths and to come into agreement with the word of God when we pray. Absolutely. To give God thanks in faith and belief for what he has already done and to come out of agreement with our problems. Yes. We're not going to be talking about our problems. Oh, it's so good to have you here. Uh, We love you. Jesus is crazy about you. And we're going to see you next time on Jesus Girl Roar. Woo!